Hi, and welcome to the Design and Style podcast. It's a podcast for designers by designers. I am your co-host, Dixie, with Dixie Willard Design, and sitting here with me is... Rachel Moriarty with Rachel Moriarty Interiors. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. So today we wanted to talk about some, the part of design that really, um, it really means the most to us, I think, and that is using our skills to actually help transform people's lives because you don't necessarily think about it. You think about pretty pictures on the wall or um, whether or not your sofa fits, but there are bigger, deeper issues that design really can help address. So for me, for example, one of the groups that I'm involved with is, is um, Kingdom Design Ministries, and it's a local nonprofit here in East Tennessee, and specifically in Blount County. And what they do is they go in, into homes of families who have children with some sort of special need, whether it's the child has leukemia and they're trying to make the room look prettier and more um, energizing for them in a really tough time or it's purely functional and it's, they have a child in a wheelchair who's outgrown what the bathroom can do for them. So, and actually Rachel, you do a lot of healing rooms too, don't you? I do. And I don't know what it's, what's going on right now um, in the world, but at the end of 2016, I got called in to do several healing rooms, um, and my latest project, my first project out of 2017 um, design project, is also a healing space. And so, um, you know, it it really is. It's so funny when I set the intention when I was side hustling, when I was a banker and I was side hustling, I did set the intention of. Um, using my gifts and talents to do more than just to make room, make a room look pretty. I wanted to transform lives mm -hmm. and I've told the story on, on other podcasts, but after I, I actually said that, um, in one of my, I have a church, um, group, we meet on Saturday mornings and I remember declaring it out loud for the first time, you know, and, literally that week I got a call from another church um, and I don't do commercial, which was more, I, even more of, you know, <laughs> one of those weird things. Cause I don't do commercial spaces. I do residential. Mm -hmm. And I got right after I declared that I got a call from a church, um, a small little church of 160 parishioners in a, um, a historical California mission, um, you know those beautiful California mission? Um, I've got a definite oh, picture in my head. The courtyard <laughs> and the white. And oh, it was just absolutely beautiful from the 1800s. Um, and they were trying to attract these younger um, families because they live in this really, or, or this church was in a really hip neighborhood. Um, so I went in and transformed a room that was used by the nuns formally and turned it into a playroom to attract, um, you know, to attract the parishioners with these younger families, right. you know. And since then, my next one was a, a woman that called me. She'd been through a traumatic divorce 
and she was ready to walk away from her home. Her husband was a fix-it guy, and they bought this mid-century home because they wanted to fix it, but then he ended up leaving, you know, and she wanted to leave her home, and we mm -hmm. reclaimed her home and her life one project at a time, and that is what where I'm coming from when I talk about um, either healing or transformational spaces. Um, a lot of times, anyway, Dixie, haven't you found that there is something, there is some triggering event that happens that makes people pick up the phone and call us anyway. So for me, anyway, for you, you're, right. you're doing it from the builder side. Um, so you're going in there, you know, you've got Restoration House calling you. You've got Kingdom Design Ministries calling mm -hmm. you because they need it um, really from the design aspect. You know, you, they need you to think about it. Um, you know, those wider, like you were talking about, mm -hmm. wider doors for a wheelchair or special bathroom needs or special bedroom needs um, where I go in and I sort of do it. You know, I don't move walls and stuff like that, but I definitely, um, work with my clients on um, so many issues. You know, I had somebody call me before Christmas and uh, they had this, uh, you know, kind of a cancer scare going on, which they were sort of putting off after the holidays just to get through it with their family without this thing, you know, kind mm -hmm. of like weighing on them. Um, but she asked me about the, you know, the health and wellness area of her home. And I, you know, we, we mapped it out and we gave her some cures that she could do and, you know, just sort of to settle her and create a space that, you know, helped her flourish and, and feel better you know, and more energetic through her. And when your home is settled, like the way it should be, and it looks nice and it's, it's, the, it doesn't just make you happy. It mm -hmm. gives you that calm, serene feeling that you need when you've got all of the other chaos going on in your life. And actually for the restoration house, what I do is more decorative things. Um, some of it's just literally making sure that the families that come in have furniture because some of them are coming from a situation where they don't have any furniture. They only have a piece or two. And so it's making sure not only that they have the basics of what they need to live, mm -hmm. but also just to make it a little brighter and more theirs so that they, they feel like this is an opportunity because for those of you who don't know the restoration house, um, is a nonprofit in Knoxville that deals with um, single fa single mother families who are facing poverty or homelessness. They've got some serious economic issues, and it gives them the opportunity to learn job skills, learn parenting skills. It helps take care of the children, and it builds a community among these women. And so, what I get to do is help make sure that that's an opportunity for them to grow. So it's kind of, it's, it's the same thing, just a different take on it. And I don't know about you, for me, when I first became a designer, <clears throat> getting a little, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> when I was in design school was when, um, oh, what was the name of that show? Um, amazing make makeover, extreme, extreme makeover home edition came out. And just watching the difference that having all of these things in place would make for these families just really reassured me that this was something that I could do that would help people. 
because yeah. it's not all about getting five five thousand dollar sofas in a year and a half because you just decided that you didn't like something about it. It's more about addressing the people who live there and their stories and their lives and how to make them better. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. Some of the transformations that have happened from some of the spaces, like when I, for example, it's things you won't think about. So I'll go in and do someone's bedroom and um, I'll work with them to do their closet. Like, let's address your closet. Let's address your accessories. Right. And I'll make the space more joyful for the person to get dressed on a daily basis, mm-hmm. not to go into this dark, crumpled thing, you know, especially if they are a collector of jewelry or if they're a collector of hats or scarves like me, you know, whatever. Um, and it's the way I approach it in my house too. My house is almost my bedroom and it's minimally because I do have a husband, you know, <laughs> but I, you know, I do make it a place that's very easy for me to grab things. And it's almost like I'm in a boutique shopping every morning. And that's mm-hmm. the experience that I want. It makes it more joyful for me. It's not like, Oh, what am I going to put on today? And so, because that's how I approach, um, my personal style, I do that. I infuse some of that in some of my client spaces. And you would be surprised um, when people don't have space in their closet, for example, basically uh, what I have seen is they live out of this one um, laundry basket. Right. And so they're wearing, you know, when you're living out of a laundry basket because you can't fit more clothes in or you can't find what's in there, uh, life gets very boring and you know all of a sudden you're black because you're wearing them all the time are dingy and you know what I mean and they're always kind of wrinkled because there's no place to put them in a drawer or hang them properly and that will really like it really like is like a wet blanket on you Mm -hmm. and so I work with people and I have seen transformations where I have gone and done their master bedroom and then we've addressed the closet while we were in there and the room was empty and, and, you know, organized it properly. Um, I have run into the client like a few weeks later and I'm like, um, did you fall in love? And they're like, no, why? I'm like, uh, you look like 10 pounds less. You look like you just stepped out, out of a salon, you know, and it, like literally that clutter will loot, they will like drastically lose weight, you know, and then uh, they're wearing all of their wardrobe, not just like 10 things in this dirty laundry basket, you know, that they're keep cycling through. And it's, it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. Like it literally looks like running into somebody that has fallen in love. And I even had one client said, yes, I am in love. I'm in love with my life. And so, oh. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. And she was, you know, and she was a single woman and all this stuff, but all of a sudden she had this new like zip in her step and it's just like, it even like makes me like (laughs) choke up just like recalling the story. Um, but I mean, that is what that for me, that is what it's all about. And that's why I think that I, why I tracked, um, these type of projects time after time, you know, um, and for me, it's more of a conscious decision that I go out and seek out you specific, go yeah, specific opportunities, but it's all about the same thing. It's about improving people's lives because when you have 
a home that feels your own, it's just, it does. It makes everything better when it functions the way it's supposed to. When it's, you don't have those little annoyances that you're like, oh, this drawer is in the way again. Even things like that can make such a difference in your life. So paying attention to all of it and all just it. fixing the things that are annoying. Um, I think we've all lived in spaces or even our own houses can get that way. Yeah. Where, you know, a, you can start the morning, the drawer is not working right, or it's overstuffed, or, you know, you can find one sock, but you can't find the other. Mm -hmm. And how that sets the tone for your day. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. So that's actually one of the things that, um, when we moved to Tennessee that I specifically said, I wanted a smaller house. I wanted a smaller house where I could put in less stuff mm -hmm. so that I could just take away some of the decision-making that I had to make. It would make things easier. I wouldn't have to worry about it. And let me tell you, my life is so much simpler now that I have a bin with socks in it mm -hmm. that I don't have to worry about. Yep. I have you know, a place for everything and everything in its place. I don't have to think about, well, where does this go? Where do I need? I can find everything I have, yeah. which is so nice. Nothing's getting lost. And just, it's mine. This has been, this is the first house that I've really put my stamp on. Yeah. Um, just because I don't plan to move anytime soon. Yeah. And if you're just listening to us for the first time, D Dixie, um, her husband's retired military. Mm -hmm. And so you have been moving around your entire and you were an army and brat, military so, brat. So yes. my whole <laughs> life has been, has been moving around so that having an opportunity to, instead of forcing myself to fit into something, make something my own is, it's just really nice. It really is to be able to feel like I can do what I want to make it mine. And my husband's, I don't, I don't discount him. He lives here too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's just one of those things where Having a house that is well-designed and that looks good and fits you, like I said, it just makes everything else so much easier. Plus, there's also the whole, um, I don't know about anybody else, but I know that Rachel feels this way too. My home is my retreat. <laughs> it's my place to kind of chill out from the world because there's so much going on out there. I need to come home and just <sighs> have that breath of fresh air, I suppose. It's, it's a place to relax and to rejuvenate. Those are the words I use a lot, actually. Um, so if you're a homebody like us, you know that you need it to be your place to deal with, not deal with, but to just relax, really. Re-energize. I've said the same sure. thing three times. It's your turn, Rachel. <laughs> let's say, let's, can you say it a different way? No, I definitely, in fact, you know, I even take the approach of, I partner with my home yes. I and I partner with my home and I partner with my clothes, which is another podcast. We, we <laughs> 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 but, um, but I do, I am, it sounds super woo woo and maybe it is, but I believe that you can partner with your home to, um, not only tell the story of where you've been, but set the intention of uh, where you're going. And so that's how I look at things. And that's, I, that's probably why I get called a lot to do these transformational spaces. I, I've, um, 
I've done several where, uh, I've, you know, APRE divorce is a huge one, reclaiming mm -hmm. your home. After uh, someone loses a spouse, I've done a couple of those, yes. which are very, very um, transformational um, because you have to honor the past, but you also, the fact that somebody calls you means that they're ready to move forward. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you have to gently guide them through that because it is a painful process to go through. Even for them, even when they're ready, it's still, um, it's still a fine line to walk with somebody. And it takes a special designer, I think, to do that. And I don't think everybody has the, um, uh, either like you have to be very intuitive, you have to be very in tune and you have to be very empathetic. And, um, Otherwise, it could be frustrating, mm -hmm. you know, because people say they want to move forward, but their actions kind of don't, oh, you yeah. know, Been and so and dealt with that. And in the end, it was one of my favorite clients to work with. Exactly, because you've been through the trenches with them, and mm -hmm. they and you become their best ally too. You know, they, they you know, basically you're on their payroll for life because anything they, you know, anytime they mm -hmm. want to make some sort of new transformation in their life, they call you because they know that you can help them get through that. So um, that's it. I've done um, uh, a lot. I do a lot of altar spaces, and when I say altar, I mean it can mean a very like somebody who's just spiritual mm -hmm. as in, um, you know, maybe they're Buddhist, maybe they're just spiritual universe, you know, type new age stuff. Um, but also a lot of Christian spaces that, um, they have a space where they want to start the morning off with their devotionals. They have a lot of books, they have a lot of audio stuff, you know, mm -hmm. audio, whatever. Yep. Um, and they want that, that's part of their morning ritual. Um, so I've been called to do several of those spaces. I always ask, in fact, when I do a space, do you have um, some sort of practice? Because um, even I've done it in bedrooms where, you know, uh, I have one client that she's more spiritual um, than Christian. And, but, you know, we do the yoga mat and we do mm -hmm. the altar and, you know, place for her to set her intentions and, you know, stuff like that. So I really, really get deep with some people. Um, because I, I, again, like I said, I believe in partnering with your home to make, you know, get where you want to go. And, um, the transformations I've seen in people's lives have been, mind-blowing it is mind-blowing what you can do when you set your mind to it and set the intention and then have the space to help you mm -hmm. flourish and even even your sis your sister's story um girl you're you gonna before. make me cry <laughs> <laughs> why not <laughs> it's it's one of those episodes i know i we're going there huh we're going there do it do it so I, I don't call myself a feng shui practitioner, but I have studied feng shui. Um, and I do use a lot of cures and I did a series called fun shui. So if you, uh, if you aren't on my, on my page on Facebook, Rachel Moriarty interiors, go on there. There's a whole series I did on feng shui. Um, awesome. It was really fun. It was fun. But I, I tell a story about my sister. Um, she had come to me and she was at a stage in her life where she wanted to change everything. She was in a job she hated. She was um, having no luck uh, 
dating. Um, she's always wanted to have a baby since she popped out of the womb. Um, she wasn't, you know, even close to that. My cat is clawing the carpet right next to me. If you hear this like weird loud sound. (laughs) Um, and she wanted to bring like big city into her life. She really wanted, Mm -hmm. she was starting to apply in jobs in in New York. Um, she wanted huge change, you know, when you're just like at that pay at that point. And she, she was at, you know, she could make some big changes at that point in her life. So I said, well, let's go in. She didn't really have the money to do it, but I said, get all the money you have. <laughs> let's gather. <laughs> we returned purses. She had this coach purse. We returned the purse. It was her birthday. Mm-hmm. She had like a $50 Macy's card and a $20 Tree J Max card. I mean, we scrounged to get this project done. And I said, first, I want you to appreciate where you are, what you have. She has this great set of girlfriends. And Mm -hmm. I said, we're going to start there with the best thing you have in your life. And we're going to create a sex in the city vibe in this place. And it's going to be cool. And you're going to love being single. And I want you to just be unapologetically single. And we brought things in pairs, like for feng shui to bring a partner. I went and bought like cityscapes of New York and we hung those up. And, and I said, what do you, what would make you happy? And she said, polka dots and bling. So Kate Spade had this, this new line out with the polka dots. And so I just, you know, all, anything that would make her happy, I brought into this space. And, um, a week later she met her beloved and she is incredible. We are recording this right now. It is January. She's due in March. She's going to have a baby. She moved from, she was in banking and she got a a job for a nonprofit that she had been working with for 15 years for free in her free time. And they hired her, they brought her on staff and the man, her new beloved is actually from Chicago. So since she's, they've been together, she's been to Chicago (laughs) several times. So we laughed that we, I, I should have put the Sears tower in her house instead of New York uh, skyline. But really what she was going for was that big city vibe. And so she got it. She's got, you know, she's been hanging out in Chicago a lot with her family. And so her new family. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what it sounds like to me though, is you have taken a vision board and instead of it being just a flat piece of paper with a bunch of pictures on it, Right. of ideas, you have made it 3D and just absolutely surrounded her with it. I and never thought of that. I, you know, I never thought that vision boards worked until I made one and used it. So it just makes sense that absolutely just completely, not just focusing on it, but completely surrounding yourself and enveloping yourself on the daily. with all of that. It only makes sense. That that's going to lead you to where you want to go. And one of the things I love that you said is you didn't spend a lot of money Mm -mm. because you don't have to spend a lot of money. It's not about breaking the bank. It's about being purposeful with what you do and creative. You have to get creative sometimes, but you can definitely. Yeah. You definitely need somebody creative that, and that kind of knows some of these cures and tricks, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for me, it's about the intention though. It's more about the intention than putting two candlesticks on a, on a table. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's about knowing what you want and just putting your focus on it like a hundred thousand percent at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a great, I mean, just to like recap your space mm-hmm. 
you know, we have a friend, Cheryl Janice, that does evidence-based design and it's based on beauty and color and, you know, your environment has so much to do with how you feel on the daily. It's the mm -hmm. first place you start your day. It's where you end your day. Um, and for some of us that are, that work from home, I mean, it's yes. kind of everything. So, uh, it's really important to look at that and to, um, you know, I never thought about it as a vision board, but wow, I'm going to go and re I'm going to reflect on that today. <laughs> Holy cow. It actually just came to me as you were describing it. That was, that was what was going through my head. How funny. I think, wow, should we end right there, Dix? I think so. I think that's perfect. <laughs> Make your home a vision board for your life. And if you need help, you know, yep. Dixie can't, but I can help you e-design that. Um, <laughs> Dixie's not an e-designer anymore, nope. but, uh, get, or, you know, whether it's us or someone else, um, you know, if you need help, ask yeah. for it. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, thanks guys. It's been fun. If you want to, um, follow us on Facebook, we are the design and style podcast. And you can hang out with us on our website, design and style designandstyle.club. Mm -hmm. You know, I should just paste that somewhere so I remember that just on Tuesday. Tattoo it to your I'll hands or something. It on my wrist, design yeah. and style. That would be a cute tattoo. That would be. Style. Actually. Hey, now. <laughs> Maybe we both need one. Twinsies. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you and, well, maybe see you. But you'll definitely be able to hear us next week. We'll talk to Bye. you later. Bye-bye.